home of the stars, through the airwaves and on the big screen. Coming to you live from Hollywood, it's Rated G Radio with your host, Garrett Miller. Welcome back to Rated G Radio, everybody. It's live Monday, March 7th at 7 p.m. Pacific Time. Live from Hollywood, California. The temperature is a balmy 18, well, that's Celsius for all of our friends throughout the rest of the world, 65 for those locals. We're going to be joined in just a couple of moments by my dear friend, Mary Lou Monroe Ray. She'll be live from Brisbane, Australia. We'll be talking about all things interesting in this lively, riveting hour of radio programming. Somebody recently told me there's a difference between podcasts and radio shows. And I found this interesting because we're kind of a mix of both, but I always call it rated G radio because, well, it just has better alliteration. But it, it really more is a podcast than anything else. But the difference, I'm told, is the fact that radio shows take live callers. Now, we do sometimes, but as I'm reminding folks now who are calling in, this is not a live call-in psychic reading request show. This is chatting the breeze about all things interesting that are live in the next hour. Now, if you'd like to call in and talk to us about what we're talking about on topic then I'm going to invite you to call in anytime this hour at 323-657-1493. That is our hotline. We are live for the next one hour, and we would love to hear from you. If you want a psychic reading, that's not this show tonight. Thank you. And now look at all the callers drop off. And I, I say this as I'm bringing Mary Lou on early. When I do the show, I do broadcast this in the spirituality category because that's what I feel my message is with Blonde Jesus. We do have some very talented psychic co-hosts and we have people that are in the healing arts. But if you read the show, it says Mary Lou and I are talking about the hot topics. We're talking about everything else. And it does not say we're taking live calls to answer your psychic hotline questions. I don't get how you would receive this show and expect that that to be the case. That makes no sense whatsoever. So for all of you who are calling tonight, I will tell you, if you'd like a smart-ass answer, a <laughs> off-the-cuff answer, Mary Lou and I are equipped to give you some of the most riveting answers you could ever expect to hear. However, my answers would not be psychic. Now, Mary Lou is a gifted talent. She may have some psychic insights, but this is not the psychic call-in show. So with that, 323-657 is the hotline you can call in. I will remind you that we do have this show broadcast live every Monday night at 7 p.m. California time. And we welcome a variety of guest co-hosts to join me on Monday nights. Um, throughout the course of the month, we'll be hearing from my dear friend, Rebecca Fisk. She is America's top 50 psychic. And again, when Rebecca and I are on the show, we're talking about things that are going on in the world, not taking um, calling questions for psychic stuff. If you want to book an appointment with her on all of our shows, I let you know we have a link to go to her website at RebeccaFisk.com. On Thursday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific time, Rob Watson hosts 
the show I founded oh, probably about 15, 10 years ago now, rated LGBT radio. He now stars on the show and does a weekly live broadcast about LGBT issues. He's had some really fantastic guests, including the Go-Go's Belinda Carlisle recently. And Rob is um, just, you know, he's a great host. He asks great questions. But the thing that he really is very humble about, and I don't think he tells enough of a humble brag, is what a widely respected journalist he is. And weekly, he'll be putting out either a blog posts for companies that pay him to write for them or is writing articles that are read by literally over 1 million people a week. So having him have a show on the network is kind of really impressive, folks. And, of course, Mary Lou, she does Rated Oz Radio specials with some of Brisbane and all of Australia's most creative and finest. We'll be talking to her about those in just a moment. And, of course, our show this Wednesday is a special time journey with Stephanie. Stephanie is going to be bringing on a return guest to her show, and I'm very excited for you to hear that. So if you want a psychic question on Wednesday, March 9th, you can listen to Journey with Stephanie, and in the second half of the show, they will call in on Wednesday's show. With that, Mary Lou, welcome back from Down Under. G'day, mate. G'day. As we would say. Yeah. So how are you? Are you still surrounded by floodwaters and torrential rains? Yes, we are. Um, Well, we had a huge storm cell, a cyclone, that decided to park itself out in the east coast. We thought it was sort of out on the ocean. And close to the shore sometimes they just move back out there but it parked there for over a week bringing torrential oh. rain so it's been pretty amazing and sydney's um in the middle of getting hit too it's already um had residents that have to evacuate uh we've never had we like queensland and northern rivers of new south wales the state below us uh, we've never really had it quite to the scale. It was similar to the 2011 floods, but it even peaked even higher, which has got a lot to do with climate change. So just for instance, we lost 13 lives, um, sadly. Wow. Um, we had 55,000 people um, out of uh, power, and that got down to 33,000. They were working round the clock, and it was because a lot of roads are flooded. So the Brisbane River peaked really high, but there's lots of other rivers and lots of creeks because we're right off the coast. So, you know, they just couldn't contain anything anymore. And the Wyvernhoe Dam that supplies our drink water uh, was up to 177 point something percent capacity. The Holy cow. Go, yeah, the highest I'll go is 200. That's cr- really, really critical. So they've had to gauge it, and they, they can only test how much water goes on the land, basically, to gauge how much water has actually fallen. And I think, um, well, these places are up on 
the Sunshine Coast, Mount Glorious around there, 1,776 millimetres. That was one of the highest ones. So basically we had rain, a year's worth of rain in our flood season and whatever we get throughout the year within uh, a, a week basically. Oh, wow. Mary Lou, now how are you? Uh, I was lucky. I was on the evacuation list and I'm thinking, oh my God, all my gear. Um, But, you know, I kept checking outside to look at the guttering because we have big storm drains not too far away. Sadly, we did lose an elderly gentleman, um, I think that was in the floodwaters. People kind of make the mistake to think, oh yeah, I I can get through it. But when it rains that hard, the road actually gets impacted and it starts to crumble. So there's potholes and people get stuck. And even in some areas, like we had more rain because these cells were starting to line up again. So the place that finally started to do cleanup and get stuff, I mean, it was up to their roofs. Sometimes a lot of businesses lost things. Uh, there were certain areas that were hit really, really hard. They've estimated two to two point five billion dollars in damage for Queensland at what they can assess so far. Um, we haven't hit, and Lismore got wiped out. That's a small, smaller town, which I've gone to a few times. Uh, that never happened. They evacuated so many people that night. There were like a thousand calls. Uh, 1,000 rescues, 6,000 calls for Lismore and Ballina because the rivers just raged and they had to release water out of the Wyvernhoe Dam. Plus, when it meets the high tides that come in off the ocean, um, that runs into all the rivers and the estuaries. It goes out to Moreton Bay and those places. So all the catchments were so full. They just dried things out over in the Rockley area and then it rained again and everything flooded again. And it filled up within half an hour up to ankles. There were people in kayak, um, rescue boats. But the thing is, um, you know, that water, uh, you know, that picks up, well, you can get snakes and uh, spiders and rats. And then there's all the rubbish and dealers and, and, you know, some people are silly and they jump in because they think it's a lark. And we're, we're like, no, you need to go and get a tetanus shot. Thank you very right. much. Yeah. And, but, you know, we have a saying here, if it's flooded, forget it. Just forget it. And Well, that's the smart thing, Mary Lou. Yeah, but some people think, oh, no, it'll be right. I'll just, it doesn't look too deep. I'll just charge you because they want to get out. Mm -hmm. And then there's other roads that get blocked. And then by the time another one comes, that water's come through. And some people have been stuck in the middle. So we've had the state emergency services. We've had the um, Australian Defense Department. One guy, one family was on their roof. They were there for 18 hours. Wow. And the water was already up to the the ledge. And we, it's just quite a dangerous um, thing to do because of all the wind and the big trees there and power lines. And what he 
actually got lowered down because it wasn't really the safest place for a helicopter, but they're also trained. And he um, he fell into the water, but he got back up on the thing and they pulled him up and they stopped it. So they whoever's on the top is watching uh, the guy the guy going down to pick the people up and in the harnesses and then um, he's sort of watching what's overhead for the helicopter pilot so they don't run into things and he actually got tangled up in an aerial antenna and but they quickly stopped it and because that could have pulled the whole helicopter down too so incredible rescues and things and civilians were just um, you know there were just people in tears and they've been flooded before and they said it'd be one in 100 from some of the models they use but here we go 11 years later and it's it's flooded again and um, on this scale because last time in the 2011 floods I think it rained and then it sort of stopped raining and then the rivers kind of rose um, but this time people you know were a bit I mean there were emergency things sent out and things like that but I think people thought they might be okay and it flooded in places that normally don't flood so it's uh yeah it's pretty pretty incredible time we've had you know um, 15,000 homes were impacted just across the southeast of Queensland where I am um, you know, it started up on the Sunshine Coast and it's already working its way down to Sydney with this torrential rain. So, you know, a lot of it must have to do with the climate change. Um, when you've got that much saturation in the ground and we're like 33 degrees Celsius today up further up the coast and uh, Townsville, there's still flooding warnings out west um, for a lot of rain to come out. And all that ground that gets saturated when the sun comes out, it starts to evaporate. And then that whole cycle um, from the heat and from the winds and things that happen, you know, it just creates more storms. And the lightning was, it was incredible. It was like it was circling around us. Oh, my uh, goodness. Yeah, and it, I remember even the week before we had one storm and I'd never heard it reverberate and resound like that in thunder. So, yeah, it was just amazing. But, you know, um, they have to put a lot more mitigation in to be more prepared for the, the funding. Some places, you know, because it's a flood area and there's some places that are like a basin, you know, or lower areas where it just pools into. Because when the creeks are so full to capacity, any other rain comes along, it just can't hold it. Right. And then the other dams, um, you know, are full. And so it's just been a, a huge East Coast emergency. I know my sister-in-law over in Canada, she said she hadn't heard. I told her, and then they only just caught it on the news. I, I guess the big feature is with um, what's going on in the Ukraine. There's poor people. Oh, thousands oh, of them get out. Well, I was going to ask you about that. What's coverage like that um, down in Brisbane for what you're seeing on TV or the radio? Uh, for what Putin's... Oh, yeah, because 
we're, um, I mean, China has a lot to do with Australia and, you know, he, that's sort of been a threatening thing. Um, you know, I think there were talks for Korea. I don't follow a lot of politics and I try not to watch the news, but I know that China is sort of supporting um, Russia. Mm-hmm. And um, the U.S. and Australia and I think India are sort of, we're more the defensive, you know, but I think in Europe there are some places that aren't with NATO. And so I think there's going to be a lot more that might develop in, in Europe as well. Um, maybe not in, somebody said today, not in Poland. It was just a comment I read. Um, because they're with NATO, but um, the, if once the Ukraine said they were think probably they might go to another country. I'm, I'm not sure what his game plan is, but I think, you know, there was a threat of nuclear war and, you know, and we've sort of, I think um, sometimes things with China, we, we've helped them a lot and we were always an ally, but now I think these times of uncertainty are before us and a lot of it's to do with uh, you know big money and politics and all sorts of crazy things out there (laughs) but in the news there was nothing about COVID except I think our Prime Minister is still in isolation Um, Oh goodness so what are the COVID uh, restrictions like that down there in Brisbane now? Up here in California we can now go into the stores and my office and things like that without the mask. Um, they yeah. do say that y- if you are unvaccinated, you're still required to wear one, but you know, yeah. you just, you know, that just doesn't happen, but um, there we yeah. go. Yeah, it's pretty similar. Um, I think Brisbane two nights ago, we were allowed to remove our masks. Uh, they're concerned because there's also, um, there was a, breakout in a small town in Queensland and in New South Wales and I think one now just in South Australia of Japanese encephalitis which is and that's from a mosquito bite yeah because I know sometimes the dengue fever can come from the tropics and um, because you know there are people that have had what they call Ross River fever but um, there's been a case of that, and they're all hospitalized, and hopefully they will contain it. But when you have floods like this, and this moist, damp weather, and the humidity as well, um, not just the ground being saturated, but the humidity is so high, which brings all these storms, and this torrential rain, and big winds, and cyclones, and things. So, you know, but I tell you what, the the people are so resilient and they would just, you know, there was one guy who on his own, I think he brought back and forth 16 generators in his little tinny or a little boat and rescuing people. They wanted to go home and see what was left of their homes. And he, like he had to support them. He, He broke down one day and, you know, it's just, what people have gone through, but then they have what they call the mud army. So once things are dry and it's safe to do so, they go in there and they just help people um, to clean up. 
and it's a lot more organized i suppose since the 2011 floods because now they've sort of people have to register and you know come on board and then i think they're going on buses because transport was out um trains were out for quite a while because of the flooding uh and now they're allocated to certain areas that were hit the hardest and the army came in to help with the cleanup honestly the brisbane river had pontoons floating down it um uh poor guy he was just so sad he was on his houseboat and a mm. mate rang and saw it and let him know and i think the the deck came off because it went under the bridge the restaurant i used to work in it it was called oxley's back then i sat here in amazement because i'd left the job and watched the oxley restaurant floating down they rebuilt it and it's called the drift restaurant well it also pretty much drifted down the river for a while so the power it's about i think they were saying about 10 knots which is pretty fast that that's, a, that's a that's a fast a, moving river oh yeah and it would bring debris so some of the ferries i think we lost a ferry into the river it just sunk few yachts you'd see all these boats that were moored the moorings would just break away there were boats piled on top the water police have done amazing things um we even had a huge crane that i think had drifted off but they managed to straighten it so it wouldn't tip over because they had to evacuate buildings because it had this huge high crane on it but i think it's embedded into the river but speed and the power of that river is just phenomenal you know it's just um amazing to watch debris just going past and you know it'll take a while a few months for this all to settle down and the murky waters to clear and things so such an amazing time but as they say the people of Queensland, well even in australia they just have um the spirit that just well you know you just you just got to get on with it. It's happened. Just got to get on with it and see what we can do. And some people can't get insured because they're already in flood, known flood places. Some of the, I think, class actions from the one before, some people haven't been paid out. So it's bringing a lot of things to the surface. And there's obviously got to be some new infrastructure that's got to be put in there and, um, you know, and to support people and um you know the roads and everything are just damaged but you know they've worked pretty quick and i i went out about 1 30 in the morning just to see uh you know i think it, if it stopped raining um heavily it was like for maybe five minutes not even that and then boom mm. it would just come down so i thought oh and i'm on a ground level so I'm like, oh, okay, and I've got nowhere to put things up higher. Um, so yeah, but we were we were blessed and over here. Oh, so. I'm so glad you're okay. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I was glad too. Thinking I got to do the show. No, this isn't <laughs> that's not yeah, that happening. would not be. That's it's unacceptable, Mary Lou, that's when right. you use the excuse of national flooding to not do the show. That's you know, right. so yeah, yeah, you got to have your priorities. I, well, I thought I did, yes. <laughs> so here I am. <laughs> and it's always so fun to oh. talk to you. 
Yeah. So what's uh, yeah. they told me that it's still raining. What's the temperature like? And so just kind of give me a reference because I'm at 18 degrees Celsius today. Okay, so we're 32 or 33. Holy cow! Um, it's so it's hugely hot and humid where you're at. Oh yeah, yeah. I got sunburned yesterday fixing the gut because when the rains come in, I do have some things at the back, so I kind of clean that up and let it dry out underneath and and things and um also uh we are supposed to get more storms so we've had a few days of sunshine so hopefully you know things have receded and some of it's well it's all just it's just this one big flow that's why it's all moving down into sydney now who are being evacuated um and there's uh already a, a a lady and her boy i think they they thought it was safe to go across and you know people panic because they don't want to you know get caught up in floods and sadly some people have have drowned because they've gone in their cars when they you know you have to listen to the authorities and it also makes it uh it's safer for the state emergency services and you know the police and the fire departments to be able to access those and if people go out on the roads taking risk where it's flooded you know that might stop other people who are sitting on the roofs because they have to tend try and tend to everybody there were i think um 140 suburbs on the evacuation notice there were um the prime minister came up here and the premier and the commissioner and um so it's a big it's a big deal and they set up an emergency center at Kedron where they were. Channel 9 here was covering a lot of the footage and things. Like you had moment to moment, basically, that you could watch to see what was happening with updates and just all the information for people to get emergency relief funds. I mean, there's been it's a lot of billion, you know, $2.5 billion. I don't even know what New South Wales would be like, but it's huge. Um, the whole town got evacuated and the other one. So just the whole town went under. So it's, wow. it's been amazing. And luckily I've got a few friends that were safe. I don't know, um, you know, how their property is, but it's a big cleanup and some places are just a write-off. And even some people that were really lousy um, decided to go and loot those people that were affected you know, trying to because people had to just leave. Right. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and I think they had a task force out and uh, to monitor those areas as well. And I think it's ten years. They they take it very seriously when you're in have families that have lost everything and then they're preying on those people. So, yep, I'm glad they arrested them. That's just just I mean, unacceptable. How they, yeah. I mean, it's that shortage consciousness that I, you know, or people just think, well, I'm entitled and I've struggled, so I'm just going to take advantage of these people. It's just not right. But, you know, a lot of them got caught, so that's 10 years, and, well, that was a stupid move, wasn't it? (laughs) But people make their own choices. Nobody gets anybody else into trouble except they get themselves into trouble by the things they choose to do. Well, they do stupid things, yeah. Yeah, I know. Stupid is, stupid does. 
we see, you know, like when I lived in Arizona several years ago and we'd have the summer storms, they were called monsoons. And if we had the big dust storms, they were called haboobs. And the storms would come in and they would be just very prolific. But for a short period of time, it'd you know, be for an hour, not like wow. days and days and days and at a time. And yeah. you would see the weather reporters. And again, the same things that you're saying, Mary Lou, every mm. year. We're reminding all the viewers tonight, don't drive through the washes because yeah. here's another dumb motorist. You know, I think that was the nice way of saying you're a friggin' moron. Um, but you would see these cars that it just, and you would see the sign right in front of it, don't cross one flooded. Yeah. And they were like, oh, well, I've done it a million times before. And you know what? You're, yeah, you just don't do yeah. it. And they've passed yeah. laws that will fine the people for the re- yep. you know, to, for the recovery cost and the rescue cost that are yeah. defraying from cool. people who actually have a genuine need for it, not because you're some stupid moron. Yeah. So I'm, and the the looting mm-hmm. is just terrible though. You know when you get into situations like that, and I'm so sorry for those people down there, those poor folks. Yeah, and you know, but and there's some elderly, but one fella, he just he showed up. Um, he organized a big truck to get his folks stuff out because they just could get, you know, they were in their like 80s or something. Yeah. You know? yeah. And um, she was just like, oh, God, I'd give them everything if I could. They're just so wonderful. My son, do you know these people? No. But they were organized by her son to come and pick everything up. And, you know, I think last time when they did the cleanup, they've um, sort of said some things are salvageable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a few things got thrown out that maybe shouldn't have. So, um, you know, but a lot of stuff is when it's water damaged and that musty, moldy, you just, you know, you, you gotta fix it. Oh, and the smell too from the mud. Yeah, yeah. There's bins that fall over that maybe not have been collected. So it's silly for them to jump into waters like that. Um, Ugh. It could be and you're not going to get the smell out of your clothes or anything. It's just horrible. Yeah. So people, you know, use your brain. The authorities know. Don't go into it. Forget it. If it's flooded, forget it. You have no idea the power of a river when it's moving or even a fast creek because that's what's brought all these people that they've found basically have drowned. And imagine mm-hmm. their last moments, you know. I mean, what what could they do? And that's really sad and for their families. Um, and another big thing that's happened um, are icon and sports hero Shane Warne passed away. Oh, I'm he sorry to hear that. 52. Yeah. So, um, you know, he was a legend, but he... As much as he was a little bit of a wild boy, I've, I've got to laugh because um, one of the Today presenters knew him quite well and another one um, said that he, uh, I think it was um, one of the captain of Australia, Michael Clark, had gone round to his house like a week ago <laughs> and he said, he said, oh, you know, he texted him and he, the door was open, and he's like, what? And he said, it's like 
walking into this huge, the, the tiles are so big. He said, it's this gigantic house. And he said, it's like walking into a shopping center. He's, where are you? And Maury's going, yeah, I'm here, I'm here. And he was in um, one of those sunbathing solarium. Solari- oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, thank goodness he had his speedos on. He was a gentleman. And he, he said, you know, he had his goggles on, getting a tan, and um, he had a ciggy, or they call him a dart. That's just another slang for it, you know. And we're sitting there having a ciggy. Hey, mate, how you going? And, you know, he'll be up in the box office. He'll be commentating on the big shows. He'll be talking to the prime minister or some sports hero. And then he'll go down and he'll have a cigarette with some of the folks in the crowd because he just engaged with everybody. He went out of the way to hear their story um but anyway they found him they think it, it was natural causes that uh might possibly have been a heart attack because he was a pretty oh, fit goodness. man and there's a statue that was dedicated to him so we've lost a really big uh cricketing icon for many years and but he always said you know you're here to enjoy life that's what i say he said live in the moment just enjoy life enjoy everything and that was just, he would, as I said today, he would just um, sprinkle gold dust everywhere. So mm. it's interesting that at a time when all had, with whether it's fires, flood, um, hurricanes, <laughs> or cyclones, um, although one guy said it felt like it was a tornado going around, circling. It was such a huge cell that had joined together. So, um, yeah, it's just and that was his message to leave with the world. And he's well known around the world internationally. If people are cricketer, cricket fans in India and England, of course, and those who follow it. So it's, oh, you know, kids were crying because he was a bit of a hero. He was a funny guy, but he, he had manners and he, um, you know, he was just a, a really positive person. And you know it's it's going to be a great loss for the sporting um, industry and for Australians, I think. So you may hear about it on your news. Um, well, just, my thoughts are with everybody that is a fan and his family tonight. That's for sure. Yeah. Oh, the kids were just devastated. They just can't even. Believe, most people can't believe it because he was all right a week ago and happy and. Well, that's, you know, you can yeah. think of it this way. You know, he was fantastic a week ago, and now he's not here. What a great yeah. time to celebrate the fact that he lived up until the last moment a great life yeah. and wasn't suffering some prolonged illness where he just withered away yeah. and you just were miserable watching him um, yeah. become a shell of the person he used to be. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that was his thing, you know, live now love every moment of life and enjoy life so what a big message he has just sent out um that will impact a lot of people and you know so that's a pretty impressive way to check out too i guess so i would say so i'm i'm all for that i do not want i want to go quick it is in like a microsecond i don't want it to last a minute whatever's going to happen just come and get me like in a blink of an eye and i'm gone yeah, well, they say, you know, that you sort of know and then you kind of just know. And I think sometimes, um, you know, people have said that their spirit is 
left or, you know, when they've been watching themselves on surgical tables or something or other, they just watch everything and either they're meant to come back or it's it's their time and you just go back to that source of love where we create new uh, life. I I'm with you there. I I I would all I would kind of like to have that out of body experience just to go okay it's you know it is the real deal I would be okay mm. with that but I yeah. don't know and I think I would like to come back just to be able to tell people about it and then go Garrett you've lost your mind once again um, <laughs> but there but, are people who have right know? I yeah that's why I'm thinking this would be really kind of a cool thing to experience and going like, okay, I was on either like the operating table or, you know, whatever the scenario is. And here I am back to tell the tale. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. Well, I had a friend where that happened and um, he, he did come back and I knew his time was precious, but what he brought back with him, um, I, like he just wrote things and he just changed his whole way of looking at like he was always a top man anyway um but he just had this amazing um energy and and things and I remember ascending healing and I just remember going you have to be very very gentle around the heart chakra because he, he'd had a heart attack but he came back and lived for a few years and um you know, but he had some powerful messages that he had brought back from his experience because he, he remembers what he saw. So, you know, that's powerful stuff. So for those that seek those answers, you know, there are people that um, aren't into just, you know, um, the glorification. I think it's quite moving for them and very profound so I don't think it's something that you could just boast about or, you know, I think it actually really significantly changes um, their whole outlook and their their being and how they look at life. Mm-hmm. And those people close to them would obviously feel that and, and sense that. Mm. Well, one of the things that I want to thank you for from our show last month was the conversation we had about meditation. I have, I, I don't know where I was at in this process, but I've now enrolled in a master class to learn how to teach guided meditation. Now, you know me, Mary Lou, I don't want to join some hippie convent and go, you know, chant for a living, okay? If that's what you want to do, great. I want to learn how to do guided meditation so I can put out a new CD. So I thought, wouldn't that be kind of fun as Blonde Jesus Guided Meditation or whatever, you know, shticky you know, title that I come along with it. But I found, you know, just like all things that we've been talking about, when the right opportunity is supposed to find you, it finds you. Yeah. And I think it was after our show, I'm sitting here on Facebook or somewhere, it was probably Facebook, and all of a sudden there's this, hi, I can teach you how to, you know, become a guided meditation teacher and it's a master class series and it doesn't cost a million dollars and here's what it was and i'm going to tell you mary lou you know i'm a very vain person so i'm going to look at somebody and be super judgy okay now here's the thing that i that is just that doesn't make any sense now i'll be super judgy either like you or not like you and then the second i meet you i'm probably going to love you and we're like, oh, my God, this person was just like the best. Da, 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 da. 
But before I talk, have any conversation with you, I'm going to go like, oh, this person's a douchebag or this person's a jerk or whatever, you know. And mm -hmm. so I see this guy who looks like just somebody who I could not even fathom having any conversation with Mary Lou at all. Mm -hmm. And I thought, ugh, this is just going to be the most aggravating thing. But, you know, here we go. So I press play and the first video starts. And within the first two sentences, I'm like, I want to be this guy's best friend. He's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's that love I, energy. It's that. It totally energy. is. Totally is. Yeah. So, so I, it, I don't really know how long the the course is. I thought, oh, I can just do this in a couple of days. It's not like that because you actually have to do, you know, the homework and you know, there's a bunch of stuff that's involved. But with this, I yeah. splurged a little bit. This this last mm. year, I may have shared with you my big accomplishment was trying to pay off all of my debt, which I have now done. God bless America, and I'm oh. very grateful. For that. So um, every yeah. once in a while when I do well at work, it's like I'm going to, you know, divert some of my retirement funds and buy something a little special. So I spent upwards of $100, Mary Lou, which for me is like a big spend because I'm super cheap. And I got a meditation, um, you know, thing to sit on and a, like a meditation thing to sit on with your butt. So I got the cushion yeah. and then the butt cushion. And he was saying, you know, he wasn't promoting any particular brand, but he was saying, well, this is what you want to look for, whatever. So I shopped on Amazon, spent $100, thought I'd just lost my mind for spending that, and it arrived. <laughs> and last week on my day off, I, you know, I'm sitting here going, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? And I said, why aren't you doing your meditation coursework? So I sat down on my meditation pad and my butt pad and started doing the meditation coursework. And Mary Lou, it was the most amazing thing ever. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. And remember so, I said to you, there's a part of you that you haven't even, that you're looking for, searching for. That's that part of you that you're starting to. Oh, I can't wait. I, I just want to. And so the first, okay. So for everybody who's listening tonight, and I've got everybody around town tuning in, and I want to thank Mike and Sandra for loaning me the second bicycle for my new Airbnb guest that arrives this week. Thank you for doing that, and thanks for tuning in. Uh, but the first meditation, again, because I'm learning. I don't, I'm not an expert. I'm, a, beyond, I'm like an embryo. I'm not even a baby yet learning about this stuff. So the first meditation that we're doing, he says, you're going to focus on the air that comes in and out of your nose. And I'm like, that's the dumbest thing. That will be so easy. Listen, folks, if you've never tried to just focus only on the breathing of the air coming in and out of your nose, I'll bet you a dollar you can't do it. I'd even probably bet you too. And so you find your mind drifting about, oh, I needed to call this client back. And what are the dogs doing? I think I hear noise outside. That, that, that. And so it's, it's getting you refocused on, focus on your breathing. And I never yeah. really understood what that meant until I had to focus on my breathing. So that was the first yeah. one. And a couple and hours later, there's... I think, is yeah. distractions. Because the it's, mind loves chatter. It, and, it loves and... the chatter. Let's get rid of that it. chatter. Before you go, I, can I just say something? Yeah. You know, I was going to send you one that I actually recorded. Oh, I would after love to have show. that. Yeah. Yeah. When I had my budgie, so they they were chirping away in the background. <laughs> oh. Um, but I was actually, it was during a storm, and I remember giving thanks to Mother Earth and the Thunder Beings, and there was so much love that came through. And it 
actually just cracked like in an answer with um so I've got to send it to you. It's probably it was live, so I just recorded it on my little thing. But I did want to clean it up and because I've been wanting to do that for a while. So it's a bit rough, but I'll send it to you. And you oh, can... I would love that. Now, Mary Lou, I need to tell you, you have yeah. zero excuses with all of your fancy audio equipment to now not do one. Yes, that's right. That's why I got it all. There's yes. just been And do you know do you know how easy it is to release a CD? These days, well, you know, nobody really buys a CD, but do you know how easy it is to go have your music or your meditation? I'm just saying CD because we're not saying eight-track tapes any longer or cassettes. But it is exceptionally easy to do. If you need help doing that, I will absolutely help you. But you should totally put together a CD and have that go out. Yeah, I'd love to do that because I've taught that for over 40 years now. Well, let's make you some money at it. Yeah, that'd be nice. I've actually been mm, helping a few people in the area that have been struggling. So, um, and that's been an interesting, interesting journey. It was like watching something from back in the 70s all over again, going, wow. So, mm, but it's just sometimes you see the despair in people and the self-worth that they don't have and the belief and they've just, you know, it's like we have this homing guide within us, this internal compass that's always guiding us through. And it's when we get off track that we get lost Mm -hmm. and we wander off in all sorts of directions because we do sort of attract what it is that we're projecting out there, whether it's in thoughts or emotions or energy that's really about harnessing that beautiful energy and putting it to good use. You know, that's why it is important for every moment or the next segment of whatever you're going to do. So when we wrap up the show today, you know, you'll, you'll be on a different experience because we're having this experience now, which is wonderful. Yeah. It's all about, you know, trusting in now and just, like cause some things we can meet people out of the blue, these events that randomly connect us. And we sort of go, why is this happening? But there is always a reason behind it mm-hmm. and you can get feelings. But sometimes unless there's concern or worry or danger, sometimes you just got to let it play out and see where it goes because it's, it's happened for a reason. We, you know, I've met, like I said to you before, um, people I've met on Facebook there was a lady that used to listen to our show and um she sort of and I just she doesn't talk to me often but she sort of piped up and you know we get caught up in these situations and we just lose that connection because we're basically you know we're sort of get caught up in that fear thing and and we can get immobilized by fear sometimes where we can't think clearly or think straight. So, you know, it's it's really good to listen to that internal compass, but you need to be in a really good space and bring that peace and that quiet and the breathing 
to just and going out in nature like I'm always talking about. Go for a walk because the earth really does balance us and ground us. The elements do that. Whatever your thing is, you know, going down to the beach, we need to feel these physical elements around us because we are in a physical world. And, you know, it kind of brings that, that sense of smell and taste and touch. All those things remind us of things that we our brain associates with and memories and things. That's the strongest one is the sense of smell. Um, you know, I think I just quickly I told you that I had a dream one night and I think it was the passing of my father, his anniversary. And it was really early in the morning and I just thought, and I spoke out loud and because that's very powerful to use your voice out loud. And I just said, I just want to thank you for everything you did for me and I'm honoring you and thank you for all that you, you know, the opportunities you gave me. And I just wanted to let him know that I, I loved him and I still love him. And anyway, I went off to sleep. And in the middle of the night, I just heard this really loud noise. And I went, oh, what was that? And it woke me up and it sounded like a coin or something. And I thought, what was that? You know, I thought something had fallen off. And because they do let us know. And I walked around. I thought, no, oh, I'm going back to bed. Went back to bed, got up in the morning, was just putting the kettle on, and I have my little plants. I might have told you this. I have my little plants along the windowsill of the kitchen, and there was this five-cent piece sitting there. (gasps) Where did that come from? And I picked it up, and I dropped it on the type of wood was there, and I went, that's the sound. And I went, oh, my gosh, my dad is letting me know that he's here, and he heard me. Hello. Oh, you just gave me goosebumps. I know. It was so loud that it woke me up. You know, however, it's just in that sacred space. And, you know, things like that, they let you know, you know, life is eternal. They're watching us. They're with us because we're creating the next world, the next future for our children. You know, I had a team from Breast Cancer Society collecting things, and I sat there and talked to them and talked about, the book I'm still trying to write, and I've written before, but they were like, "Oh, we're young. I'd love to read that." And uh, yep, well, I better get my finger out and start doing stuff, <laughs> and not getting distracted by helping people and like too many people. And oh, I just thought, no, no, no you got to focus because the only person that can help, you know, anybody else is when you've helped yourself first and you're yeah. on your way. So, and you know, I tend to feel energy too and the empathy and stuff with what's been happening so I just went oh, that's it come back because present opportunities are not to be neglected they rarely visit us twice so seize the day seize the opportunity that's what Voltaire said Voltaire. well I think you should so Mary Lou I'm going to challenge you because <laughs> you have the um, time and creativity on your side in the next month, I can't wait for you to share with listeners when you plan to release your first meditation CD. I will be the first yeah. person to buy it. Aw, thank you. Well, I've got to buy it. Oh, we should do a, you know, well, you'll be doing your Blonde Jesus-isms. And you could do one like that, too, with your 
quotes and just like have that as a mantra coming through right. some of your famous blonde Jesus isms. Well, I'm I'm not really sure my smart ass comments as blonde Jesus in the blonde Jesus isms is really appropriate for a guided meditation, but I could um, try to curb my sense of humor at least for five to seven minutes um, to do that. But you know what I want to do with this, Mary Lou, is I want to get those um, the the bowls, you know, the, the and where you go ding. Yes, you know, that's really yeah. great for shifting energy in a place. Yeah. And so I want to get some bowls. Yeah. Yes. And yep. a crystal yep. bowl. Mm-hmm. I've got another set of those. you got to look up Ashana. Just beautiful. Ash- and she has ruby ones, sapphire ones. Got Ashana. A-S-H-A-N-A. She's beautiful. She lives in the States. She's just beautiful. Can you G-chat me that or can you chat that to me after the show? Because I'll go take a look. Yeah. Okay. We're running out of time. I do talk a lot. Well, it's just, that's what makes the hour fly by. It's fun. So for everybody who's listening, I want to make sure to do a shameless <laughs> plug for my music. You can yeah. listen for free. I'm not even going to charge you. If you want to spend some money, you can go to iTunes or Amazon and actually buy the CD or download. But if you'd like to listen to my new music called The Musical or my Christmas album called Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, on the show page, you can click the link under Blonde Jesus. That's what I go by as a singing performer. And you will go directly to Spotify and you can listen to my music. I think you will find some treats there. The musical is actually a rock opera. I may have told Mary Lou I'm up for and may win a couple of industry awards in Hollywood later in March or April. And I'm very excited about this. Now, with that being said, I'm more excited about the new things I'm working on. And that includes like the meditation. So it's always fun to do a project though, Mary Lou. But once I'm done with the project, frankly, because I don't have a PR machine booking me on The Tonight Show or Good Morning Brisbane, um, I'm really off creatively onto the next thing. So I listen to the music in the car, not because I'm like, oh, listen to me, but it's more like, what could I have done better or different? Or do I like this style? Could I do something similar for the next thing? But I will tell mm. you, I'm very proud of both of these albums and am so oh pleased with the feedback that I've received from the people around the world um, so every time I get a little royalty check from people who buy from my website or on iTunes, et cetera, it just warms my heart. And I just got a little, um, a little royalty check probably about six, seven days ago. So that was always nice to hit the bank account. Oh, so, isn't that, yeah. that lovely confirmation? But, you know, knowing how to share gifts with the world is just as important as recognizing what gifts we have to share. It's important to let people know how much – they're appreciated too and how special mm-hmm. they are. Hey, can I share a story with you? Speaking of telling people that it's important to, you know, tell people they're appreciated. I was working at my part-time job. Well, it was last week sometime. And the part-time job is in a business where finding help or help that will come back is kind of hard to get. My daytime job, I love. I love it. I love my the people I work with. I have a great team. I make good money. I'm very, very happy and very blessed. My part-time job I do because, you know, it keeps me from sitting at home spending money on Amazon. And frankly, <laughs> it, it keeps me on my feet, so I'm running around and 
Good. Yeah. But anyhow, there's this young little girl who is, I say young, she's a single mother. It's a young little mm-hmm. girl who is, sees an opportunity for a leadership role in the company. And she is going up and talking to the sales manager and saying, well, is this something I should do? And he's telling her, well, you know, here's what the position would entail. Here's what we'd be looking for. And here, you know, can you remember back, Mary Lou, when you were first looking to try to get ahead and mm-hmm. just looking for any kind word from anybody to tell you you were good enough yeah. and that yeah. they believed in you? Do you remember those moments? Mm-hmm. I do. So here's this young little girl, and she is trying to just, you know, have somebody tell her she's good enough. And out from behind one of the desks comes this guy who's worked for the company for a million years. I'm just going to call him Negative Nancy. So Negative wow. Nancy is like on a, on a you know, I'm, my sugar level is too low, so I'm grumpy or whatever it is. They're like, oh, you don't want to do this and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. could not have been less encouraging than if he just hit her with a brick. And mm-hmm. I took that girl aside and I said, listen, what would you like to do with your life? You know, because you're young, you've got the world in front of you. Do you want to continue doing the same job for the next 50 years? No. What would you like to do? Well, I'd you know, kind of like to do this. And I said, well, do you think you'd be able to put in the time and effort to, you know, learn and, you know, get the training that you need and, you know, get feedback and grow. Oh, my gosh, I'd I'd love to do that. And I said, then I think you should absolutely apply for this job because I believe in you. I can see Mm. in your eyes you have the desire to succeed. What do you want to do when you grow up? You know, because I ask myself that all the time. She goes, well, I want to provide a better life for my daughter. And I said, taking this is a big responsibility, and I'm so proud of you for taking the initiative to ask about this. Absolutely do this. Yeah. Now that negative Nancy looked at me and wanted to just like kill me. And I, I pulled him aside afterwards and, you know, and by all means, I have the most respect for this person, but I said, yeah. you really need to encourage these young people to want to do something more. And he says, well, yeah. do you really think that person has blah, 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 blah? I said, no. But the fact is, if you, we don't nurture and mentor this person, we're never going to have that person be able to be the person she can be. That's our job. Yeah. yeah. And it's passion that drives people and that desire mm-hmm. to want to be more than, and you know, that aspires to something. And, you know, if, if she does it, she'll learn. And if she doesn't do it, then the next door will open. But because you don't know unless you give it a shot. Right. Exactly. 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 Experiencing it, how you really feel about something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with that, I really feel, Mary Lou, that I am so excited that you and I are going to do this next month, about four weeks from tonight. And it will be such a pleasure to have you back. <laughs> By the way, everybody, I've failed to mention this show is available on iHeartRadio and Apple Podcasts. Look for it under the um, RS feed of underrated LGBT radio. You can find us there again. Rebecca Fisk will join us later on in March. We've got Rob Watson with Rated LGBT Radio every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific. Mary Lou does her specials with Rated Oz Radio. And next, this Wednesday, Journey with Stephanie. It's my pleasure to have you here as part of the Rated G Radio Network. I'm Garrett Miller. I can't wait to share our next show with you. 
And thank uh, you, everybody. Thank you. And thank you, Mary Lou, for being here today. Thank you. Thank you. Have a thank great you. afternoon. And you stay dry in that summer heat. Blech. You've been listening to Rated G Radio. <laughs> Take care. You too.